It is Friday. It's time to get you ready for all of the fun college football news, games, stories, picks, all sorts of things. It is the College Game Day Countdown episode brought to you by me, of course. So to start things off, we're going to be doing our ESPN picks. There's a couple games that ESPN is not highlighting on this pick sheet, though, that I still want to talk about. And then after that, I'm going to see if there's any crazy stories going around the around the country that you need to know. Let's get our episode underway. Max Sports is starting up right now. Let's start things off with this week's picks. Now, again, you'd be a little bit behind now, but you can still play along if you want on ESPN Fantasy, whether it's your web browser or it's on the ESPN Fantasy app. You can join my group and play along when it comes to uh, these college pick'em games. I also do an NFL one on Thursdays. So with that underway, let's get the picks underway as well. We have the Auburn Tigers going on the road to play the Texas A&M Aggies. This is going to be a 12 o'clock matchup on Saturday. And uh, you know what? I'm just kind of feeling Auburn on this one. I have not been impressed with the Texas A&M program in a, in a, a couple of years, if I'm being honest now. Um, Jimbo Fisher, I think, has one of the hottest seats, and I think that will get even hotter losing at home to Auburn this weekend. Maybe I'm wrong. They're not favored at all, but I, I'm just feeling this game. I think this is going to be a good uh, opportunity for Auburn to get a win here. This one might be one of the best games of the weekend. Florida State at Clemson. This is going to be another really good one. Jordan Travis is leading the Seminoles. They almost lost a close one last week to Boston College. That one was close because Jordan Travis got hurt and missed about a quarter of gameplay. Uh, the, the Seminoles managed to still fight hard, win that game. It was a tough win. They came out and won. It was not an impressive win, though, because it was a bad Boston College team. This Clemson team really has proven early on the season that they aren't the Clemson we're used to knowing. Uh, they're not an automatic lock for a playoff spot. They're not an automatic lock to win anything. And, um, yeah, this this should be Florida State's time to shine. I am going to pick Florida State to win this one. Um, I don't know. Maybe just because of the rivalry or the challenge, we'll get the Clemson of old in this game. But I'm not seeing it. And I like Jordan Travis more than Cade Klubnick uh, when it comes to the quarterback matchup. Give me uh, Florida State. This one is another game that I think could go either way. It's more of a pick em game in my eyes. UCLA at Utah. Um, I like this Utah team. We still don't know if Cam Rising is going to be ready for this one or not, or if he's even playing anymore. And then UCLA has a hot shot, true freshman quarterback in Dante Moore playing. Wow, that's a tough one. I think I'm going to go Utah on this one only because of the more experienced team playing a younger quarterback. This will be his first real big test against another ranked opponent. Um, and I could see this one going either way, but I'm going to take Utah with the home field advantage. And they're a, more, a little bit more of a defensive-minded team as opposed to UCLA. This one, Alabama, the Crimson Tide playing Ole Miss. I'm going to take Bama on this one. Now, I, I say this sometimes a lot in the pickums, but sometimes you got to go with who you feel more comfortable with. This is one of those games for me where it's like if, if Bama doesn't win, there's a lot more. There's a lot of toss up games throughout the rest of the season that I could also view as maybe, oh, should I pick Bama? Should I not? They looked 
terrible against South Florida last week. And I know what you're thinking. This is Alabama. They had, like, terrible, what, they only won by 40? No. They won 17-3 to against South Florida. What? Yes. It was ugly. It was not pretty. I don't even know if they have a quarterback. I will pick them because I feel like Saban will find a way to turn things around. I, I They had the early loss in the season already. I think that they'll be able to um, course correct and fix it, and I think they will do so against Ole Miss. I do not love this Ole Miss team, and I don't like the quarterback play, so give me the Crimson Tide. Up to the next one, we got BYU. This is now a Big 12 matchup, the BYU Cougars playing the Kansas Jayhawks. I'm going to go with Kansas on this one. I think they're a little bit better of a program right now. That's a crazy thing to say because once upon a time, Kansas was the worst college football team in America. They've really been able to turn that program program around, though, and I really do like this Kansas team to defeat BYU at home. On to the next game. This one's a tough one for me. This is almost a 50-50 in my eyes. It's the Oregon State Beavers at the Washington State Cougars. The only Pac-12 teams going into next season, to be honest. They're the only two that are left. But you got Wazoo and Oregon State. I'm going to go with Oregon State and DJ Uyunglele only because I think that they are just a more balanced team. I think Honestly, I like both of these teams in my eyes. I think both of them are really, really fun to watch. Uh, Washington State knocked off Wisconsin a couple weeks ago, and Oregon State's been a solid program for two seasons now. I'm going to take Oregon State only because I've seen success from them for over a season now. Wazoo's just kind of a on a hot streak and knocked off a good program, but give, give me Oregon State to win this one. Moving on to the next one, we have the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Again, this one is a hard one for me. Usually, I immediately jump at Ohio State because I'm thinking, oh, yeah, Ohio State's going to cruise to victory. They've been doing it for years now. They beat up on programs like the Irish when they think it's going to be a good match. You know what? I'm taking the Fighting Irish. Maybe I'm crazy, but I like Sam Hartman more than I like any quarterback that the Buckeyes could throw out there. While I do love Marvin Harrison Jr., and I think he is the best player in this game, I'm thinking the home field advantage might be the difference in this one. We'll have to see. That game starts at 7.30 on NBC. On to the next one. We got the Missouri Tigers playing the Memphis Tigers. I'm going to take Mizzou only because it's an SEC program. They just knocked off Kansas State last week. That's a bigger win than anything Memphis has had this year. I think that the Tigers get to 4-0. Moving on to the next one, we got the UCF Florida Central Knights playing Kansas State and the Wildcats. I think Kansas State will win this one. They are going to want to get a bounce back win, especially after losing on the road to Missouri last week. A bounce back win against UCF is definitely something that they're going to want. And finally, we got North Carolina, the Tar Heels playing the Pittsburgh Panthers. I think I'm going to take North Carolina in this one. Drake May is a much better quarterback, again, than anything Pitt could throw out there. It's going to be up to him to lose that game, and uh, I don't think that's going to be the case. So give me the Tar Heels. And then for my tiebreaker, I have 56 total points that will be scored in Ohio State versus Notre Dame. We'll see how accurate that one is. What do you think about my picks? The ones I'm really worried about, to be honest, I I think it's going to be Notre Dame, but I'm not sure. 
It's been a while since Notre Dame's knocked off a real opponent. Usually they have a very Charmin ultra soft uh, cupcake schedule, and then they just get beheaded in the playoff. Um, this year they have some big games on them. They play in USC, who's back. They're playing Ohio State. This could be a really tough game. I think the Irish win this one because I like Sam Hartman more than Kyle McCord or whatever their the Ohio State's quarterback is. So what do you think of the picks? Am I ridiculous? Am I crazy? Or am I going to be right about everything? We'll have to find out when that time comes. Let's look at a couple games that missed this schedule, though. And I, I still want to talk about them, even though they're not on my pick em sheet. Let's get to that in segment two. I have two games that I also wanted to talk about that didn't make it onto the ESPN Pick'em Sheet. I'm assuming one didn't because it wasn't a part of the ESPN's programming. This game's on CBS later, so maybe that's the reason why, but who knows? Bottom line is, uh, I have Colorado and Oregon as a game that you really need to keep your eyes out on this weekend if you have a chance to watch some football games. I mean, we all know what's been happening with Coach Prime. Colorado is carrying college football through the season so far they are probably the hottest story and they have their toughest task a primetime game against Oregon on the road we've seen what Shadur Sanders can do they have some great weapons all over the place this I think is going to be a shootout the over under right now is at set at 70 wow Um, I, I do think this could be a shootout I think Colorado's offense will be able to put up quite a bit of points But I will also say what worries me the most is not Shadur Sanders, Travis Hunter, if he can even play. It's the defense. Especially without Hunter, I'm worried about this Colorado team being able to get stops, whether it's when they need them or when it it would help to get one. I don't know if they're even going to have a choice. I mean, forcing field goals instead of touchdowns. I mean, forcing a turnover or getting a stop and forcing a punt. This team has had a hard time doing that outside of the Colorado State game, and that's about it. Uh, They give up a lot of points at times, and uh, it doesn't look pretty on the defensive side, especially without Travis Hunter. He's not only their best receiver, he's their best corner as well. So that's out. I think it might be the end of our hot streak for Colorado. I will say, if, and I will say it again, if they manage to defeat Oregon, that will most likely put them right up near the top 10. If that ends up becoming the case and they beat Oregon, pay attention to Colorado USC to be one of the best games of the season. It has all of the hype. It has the star power. It has the coaching. It has the programs. This could be the game of the year when it comes to excitement. So I still think this is going to be a good showing, though. I might take the Ducks in this one. I'd like to see Colorado win, but as a logical person, I'm going to take Oregon to win this one. They're favored by 21. Maybe it'll be a little closer than that, but again, we don't really know yet. All right, the other game I wanted to talk about, this one is at 7.30 on CBS. That is Iowa at Penn State. Um. I'll just say it this way. I need Iowa to lose. Uh, As a fan of Big Ten football, I hate, and I absolutely do hate, the Big Ten West. It is the biggest joke in all of football. 
I'll go through the list for you for those who really don't know the Big Ten West. You have Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois, Nebraska, and Northwestern. One of those terrible programs gets a chance to play in the Big Ten East for the Big Ten Championship. Perfect example, the depth in the East is much different. You got Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, uh, Maryland looks good this year. And then you have Michigan State, Indiana, and Rutgers rounding out the bottom three. In the Big Ten West, there are there's one undefeated team still, and there are only three teams with a winning record. It is atrocious. It is pathetic. It is one of the worst uh, conferences or divisions in all in all of American football. I mean, it's pathetic. So I don't want the Hawkeyes to win because I don't think they deserve to really be in the Big Ten or have any playoff hopes. The sooner that this program loses, the happier I'm going to be. They they don't deserve it. They've barely made it by on some games that they should have won by plenty more. They beat one of the worst Iowa State teams I've seen in years by a touchdown. They only beat Utah State by 10. It, they hung around way too long with Western Michigan before they pulled late, away late. I think that is going to be an absolute beheading in this night game against Penn State for uh, for Iowa. So if you really want to watch that game, it is also going to be a prove-it game for Drew Aller. A lot of people think he is the next big star Penn State quarterback with NFL future someday. So keep an eye on that if that's something that interests you. Other than that, I think this is going to be a big prove-it game. If Penn State can win this one handily, and I mean like a 35-7 to showing, Maybe this actually is a Penn State team that we can start talking about being a real competitor to Ohio State and Michigan. Everybody loves a good story, and I love when a good story can mix into our sporting world. For those who did not see it yesterday, the police thanked several Louisville football players for help in a rescue of an overturned car. Uh, This came out, I saw from the Associated Press, but I'm reading it off of ESPN. Bottom line is uh, the Metro Police were thanking these football players for being able to help, and they flipped a vehicle that was involved in an accident last week. Um, Overall, uh, the Louisville Police Department, whatever you want to call it, had had recorded and seen at least five uh, football players and another motorist that was near a uh, flipped vehicle in a car crash helped flip the car back onto the driver's side and onto its wheels before the first responders could get there. That helped them obviously get into the car and check on the person first. Um, the driver suffered minor injuries in the accident, but will be okay, they said. Um, overall, it was really, that's just a great story to hear. The fact that Sometimes we lose, and I know I'm guilty of doing that sometimes. We lose the connection between the players and and just everyday life sometimes, whether it's you boo people at the game or you hate how this guy's always got a million commercials. But bottom line is these are humans, and, you know, not every human is a great human, but these guys made a great decision to help out someone in need and make a good decision. So thank you to those Louisville football players. It, these are the stories that you love to hear in sports. You want to hear about someone who's a great athlete, but also just a great person off of the field. And I think we we saw that with five uh, football players right there. Uh, it just makes me want to cheer for you guys. You know, I want to be a Louisville fan today, you know. So I'm happy 
I, I hope that they uh, play great for their team. I'm, I'm glad that they helped out their community. These are the kind of people that you want playing for your football team. And I'm very happy to see that around the Louisville, Kentucky area. That's one of the stories I wanted to share with you guys. Um, just to see what you guys thought about it or if you knew about it or heard anything about it. Overall, just a story that made me happy to be a sports fan. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, LSU safety. Uh, Greg Brooks undergoes a surgery to remove a brain tumor. He was diagnosed with one last week, and he just had this, or he's having the surgery Friday to remove, um, to have it removed. Um, obviously, he's going to be missing some time, but again, very happy that they were able to spot that and re and remove it before it got too out of hand. Um, if there was a takeaway I could say from this, again, and I say it sometimes on here. No day in life is guaranteed, so really do try and get the most out of every single day you can. I understand some days are only just trying to get through a day with your head still on, but I also will say you want to try and make sure you're getting through a day where you feel satisfied at the end of it because you never know when something like this could happen. Thank God that Greg Brooks is going to be okay and he'll be able to, to recover, hopefully. Um but again, you never know when that can happen. A lot of athletes and a lot of college athletes might think of themselves as unbeatable, unkillable, un invincible because they're at peak human performance and they're the man on campus. And hey, all I'm saying is you never know when something like that is happening. So always be careful. Always keep an eye out for your personal health, but also be thankful for every day you have on this earth. Um, overall, other than that, there's not a huge story that I really wanted to share about, but those were two things that I thought were really important that we needed to talk about. And uh, I appreciate you all for listening. Um, hopefully you guys are excited for a big slate of football games. Once again, you have the big classic Notre Dame, Ohio state game. You have the high flying shootout between the ducks and the Colorado Buffaloes this weekend. And then we have an NFL slate of games. What did you think about Thursday night football? I'll do my quick recap for you. Uh, it's what I thought. 49ers were going to destroy the Giants, and it wasn't going to be close. Um, overall, are you excited for this week of football? Where are your teams standing out? Talk to me in the comment section. I'd love to know what you're thinking about your team right now. My name's Max. This has been Max Sports. Enjoy your weekend. Have a great time watching games if you have time to. Honestly, just have fun doing whatever you need to do to get your weekend uh, off right. So, have a good one. My name is Max. This has been Max Sports. Adios. I'll see you on Monday with a recap of the biggest plays, biggest highlights, biggest stories coming out of week three in the NFL and week four in college football. Bye. Bye.